0: We've got Chef Maria Ibrahim in to discuss which foods will get you in the mood while we cheers with our nightcap, the aphrodisiaco Echo, tonight on It's Complicated. Hello, Master Daters! Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated.
1: I am not Jen. You're not, and I am Jen, and the struggle is real when you're dating in the city. Oh, yeah. And we are here tonight. We are really excited. We are going to discuss foods that get you in the mood. I mean, this is like a real important topic because we love eating and also Mm -hmm. dating, and Mm -hmm. so we need to know how these two things go hand in hand because we're going to help us help you. And we have our favorite chef, Maria Ibrahim, and she is going to tell us all about the proper foods that get you in the mood. Oh, yeah. And guys, so you know
0: a little bit more about our special guest, she's the author of The Clean Eating Handbook, a signature chef to the New York Times bestseller, The Daniel Plan, 40 Days to a Healthier Life by Rick Warren. Dr. Daniel, Amen, Amen, it's probably Amen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Either way, amen. amen to him. I like uh, it. Dr. Mark Hyman and a contributor to Recipe Rehab. That's so cute. Mm-hmm. Her next book, The Real Dish, will be released early 2019, which is now. Um, with St. Martin's Press. And her back page column,
1: The Fit Foodie, has appeared in Edible Orange County Magazine for seven years. So if you haven't seen her in all of those places, you can also see her and listen to her on The Real Dish, which is her podcast. Um, and it is a featured, um, has been featured on the Food Network eHow.com, LiveStrong.com, and the Emmy-nominated cooking show Recipe Rehab, which, again, we think is like the cutest name ever. I'm such a sucker for a cute name. Oh, I love um, iteration, really. Yeah. And Maria has been a keynote speaker and a featured speaker for dozens of events, including Sustainable Food Summit, the Green Festival, the California School Nutrition Association Conference, the Fit Expo, and, like we mentioned before, the Daniel Plan. So mm-hmm. uh, I think she knows what the hell she's talking about. Oh,
0: yeah, and she's going to... Educate us some more on everything else she's up to. But yeah. before we get into everything, it's time for our nightcap, the Aphrodisi Echo. I mean, so appropriately <sighs> named. Of course, because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Prosecco mm-hmm. with a splash of ginger liqueur and raspberries. And since we're talking about food that gets you in the mood with a fancy chef, we paired some spritzy, well, she really paired some this spritzy is her wine. recipe We're going to give her all the credit because yeah, there is a reason this was for hers. this recipe. Um, and she's going to explain to us why it gets us in the mood for fun so, uh, you know, we've got, again, Prosecco, ginger liqueur, and raspberries.
1: Yeah. We're just trying to be gourmet a little, like oh, yeah. her. We were trying our hardest. And then also, it's cute. And it's good. It's so cute. So and cheers And, like, it's to better them. than just regular Prosecco, which she just informed us is a palate cleanser. Obsessed. I mean, there's so many reasons why you need to be drinking right now, everyone. <laughs> I,
0: I, that's reason enough, but there's so many more. So anyway. drinking
1: and eating. Oh my god, this is the best episode ever. It is. Uh, I wish we had
0: food to go with our. Drinks, I know. But it's fine. But well, that's later.
1: and uh, talking about a palate cleanser, it really makes sense that you're drinking champagne when you're trying on wedding dresses because you got to go from one to the other. Take a sip, cleanse the palate, bring out a new dress. I mean, we. I drank all the champagne. All the champagne. So we went wedding dress shopping again. Jen obviously made these appointments for. Me because hello, she's very organized and good at That's it. go, and uh, there was a Lovella bridal in Glendale, which is in uh, the you know in LA it, county. Great place if you guys can get there or if you live in the area they have beautiful dresses Berta is a designer that I've been obsessed over they had all the Berta gowns I just tried on Berta gowns that's all I did you did you because literally the only tried silhouette. them because silhouette so now after it's like dating right you go through you you know we counted we've been to 9 stores Oh, we have? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, you you know, you have to start, and you're like, okay, I'll date this guy. I'll date that guy. And then after a while, you're like, no, no, not nobody, no guy that's a slashy. You can't be a model slash actor slash dancer. You just got to be, like, a lawyer or dancer. whatever. Like, I <laughs> am only, like, this silhouette and this type of you're narrowing design down. that this designer happens to do the best. So we tried out a bunch of those. Um, I, I like that you say we. We We all did, oh no, because there is zero fucking chance I could do this by myself. somebody else is going to pick this dress for me. <laughs> That is how it's going to go down because I cannot do it. They're all really pretty, and they're all stunning, and they're all totally right for a wedding. So people, when they go, oh, you'll just – this is another thing. Oh, you'll just know. Like, I – when I went out with my fiancé on the first date, I wasn't like, I just knew. I mean, I think he was great, but I wasn't like, he's the one. Like, I just – come on with that. I think that's a bunch of bullshit. Any dress – could work, lots of guys could work. There's a lot of things that could work, so let's just be open to receiving these things. And we went to Catalina this weekend to check that out for a possible wedding venue. It's probably not gonna happen, but it's cute, like beachy quaint town. Um, but why was it not going to happen? It's just that it's kind of like uh, you got to start thinking about logistics. Like, okay, so we want like a band to come over. Like, so that means we have to pay for their $100 ferry ride and a hotel for them and the fee that it costs like $10,000 for a live band. Like, I'm no. Right. It's just. So it's going to be more expensive than other places it, potentially. It's for me, it potentially, yes. It, I think it's coming up. Venues are coming up about the same price as like Carmel or other places. So, like, why have to deal with the island thing? If you don't also, again, I don't have not yet walked into a venue where I'm like, this is the one. So I don't not going to make something happen that I could. It could be. Yeah, could can't be force in, it. Listen, it could be on Catalina it would be totally fine. If there was a really cute venue there at a beach club. It would have been to, it would totally work. But so could 400 other places. So I don't really know what to do. Well, at the end of the day, you got a really fun trip out of, like, yeah, so wedding I've never hunting. never been, and it was fun. And so, listen, I'm just saying there are a lot of options out there, everyone. And just be open to your options. Well,
0: speaking of options, so you are, like, in the wedding planning process. Ugh. And, like, at, we, before the show even started, we're talking about, like, what other things you could possibly do with your money. I mean, you are getting to travel yeah. in the wedding hunt process. True. So maybe
1: you should just... Not get married and And spend $30,000 and do like an ex, like a really long honeymoon. You guys, I would be totally fine with that. Again, it's about perspective. Maybe the food that you eat, you should think about it from a different perspective. If you're going on a date, think about picking food that gets you in the mood. If you're wedding planning, take a different perspective. Like you don't need to do everything that everyone else does, just do what you want. And yeah. get yourself in the mood
0: exactly. So no date, no place, no, no nothing, nothing. Nothing. I'm in like suspense. I think we're all in pins and needles because we're like, where do we have Still to go to watch you get married? Nothing. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. I will not put anything on my no, calendar don't, then. Like honestly, Great. don't. Just let live your life. Okay. <laughs> you do you. Okay. Perfect. Um, well, also, what we talked about while you were dress shopping was because you don't know when your wedding is. If you end up getting married in 2020. Then you, there might be a new season of dresses that come out. So you might And well then I will have
1: to fucking start all over again. And that's <gasps> way more anxiety. Just give me a damn dress and let's do the thing.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. great. But yes, or maybe we point. should
1: just surprise you
0: and bring you a dress and yeah, you have to wear one. You what we bring, bring, bring you. the
1: dress and I'll just be like, sounds good. It's great. like a blind dress. Oh my God. I love it. Oh my God. Maybe I'm not opposed to that. Okay. Well, I mean, we know your style at this point. So yeah. you get what you get and you don't get upset.
0: Perfect. Um, so <laughs> speaking of getting what you get, I did get upset because I. I've obviously been single and dating on the dating apps. Mm-hmm. And so I was swiping last week toward the end of the week, and I was excited because I was like, oh, look at this guy. He seems cute and different. Um, so we match. We start texting. Um, we schedule a date. It was supposed to be tonight after the show. And it, I, I did just say supposed to be because yes. there's a story that goes along oh, with boy. this. Oh, boy. God. Um, so knowing that the date was, like, going to be Wednesday and we were texting on Friday, there was, like, a lot of time between texting and then the date, that so we had to fill that time with, like, getting to know you stuff. So he was doing the L.A. Marathon on Sunday. So Sunday morning, I wish him good luck. Have a great marathon. I hope you live. So <laughs> then he writes me Don't after the that. marathon saying God knows what about making it through the marathon, sending me a picture of him and his dog and whatever else. So I then proceed to ask him questions about like, oh, like are you going to celebrate your achievement? You made it. And so then he writes me back and he's like, so um, I'm going to take seeing you today as date number two. I can't wait to see what date number three has in store. So I write him back. I'm like, what? Uh, Huh? Huh?" I literally wrote, huh? And then he was like, yeah, so can't wait for that. And I'm like, uh, you didn't see me today. There was no number two, and I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, yes, I did. And I go, nope, wrong girl. He goes, yes, I saw you. And then he goes, oh, my gosh, Jennifer. And he writes my whole name, but ex- misses the eye, which is weird, too. But either way, he tried to, like, recover. He's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so out of sorts. I can barely see straight after that race. Um, pardon me or something like that. So I unmatch him on the app just so he never has a trace of me again. Um, Whoopsie. And then I I basically, I'm like, well, we all know now that this is not going to happen. So I go about my life. And then Monday morning rolls around and he writes me again. Trying to recover. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I was out of sorts from celebrating, which digs himself in a deeper hole. Cause now I'm like, oh my God, you're 40 years old. You were that drunk on a Sunday that you couldn't figure out which girl you were texting. So, and also bad excuse if it's not the truth. He's like, well, either way, no, 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 it was the truth. All of it was just, he is a hot mess. So I then say to him, he was like, I really would love to still get together on Wednesday. I was telling my friends even on Sunday how excited I was to meet you. I'm Mm. like, what? When you're talking about your roster of women, like gross. So I said to him, I'm going to have to politely decline. And he's like, oh no, I'm so, I, I feel terrible. This is just so awful. And I'm like, listen, in my whole dating history, no one has ever been this sloppy. And I know yeah. we're all dating multiple people. Oh, and that's that totally, totally that's fine. totally fine. I, I don't expect you to be a nun yeah. until we get married. But you are sloppy.
1: Yeah. And that's like, a
0: tragedy because you're also on. 40. Get it yeah, to fucking together. Yeah, this is yeah, probably yeah. why you're single, sir. So anyway, yeah. I laid it into him in a really polite, like, you know. Yeah. Kind of ladylike way, I would say. Um, You
1: had grace in your... Thank you. Yeah.
0: So I let him know, and hopefully he never makes the same mistake again. Either way, I'm not going to date him. No, I don't. I think that at this point, with the amount of people that we're trying to, like, go through, we just... Sorry, but... On to the next one. This is just the start of many problems to come. You're setting a track record I don't want to be a part of. Well, so then my next thought was, well, okay, these apps are, I, and I go through this, and anyone that has listened to us for three years knows this, they, that I yeah, no. go through the same cycle, runs, wash, we repeat, hate the apps, move on to something I else, think that's fine, though. Open to set it. It's like being set up. Yeah. Maybe a matchmaker emails me, and I'm open to that. What I'm at right now is, and I, this came highly recommended, is dedicate one hour a day to my romantic life. Right. And that can be either I find a networking event that I go to or I swipe for half hour and then correspond for a half hour or I go on a date for an hour or whatever that I, is. It's self-care yeah. because that helps myself romantically in the long run. As long whatever as you're whatever it focused is. on that romantic part of your right. life, whatever for that looks only like. Only an hour a day so it doesn't drain me yeah. of my soul and my dignity and my yeah. energy and my will to continue on this path. So, an hour. I can dedicate an hour. I that's great. I do plenty of other things for Single hour, tasking,
1: so. dating for an hour exactly. a day.
0: So, my new goal is to find things to do in real life and things that will actually benefit me, which is networking. I'll go there. Maybe my husband's there. Please don't have more than one job. Um, that's the other thing. I went on another date the other day with a guy who was 31 and he had gotten a script made, movie made, went. Rotten Tomatoes did not like his movie. Um, but... I was like, oh, cool, so he might be 31, but he's obviously a writer that's been made. Nope, working as a PA right now on a movie and has a roommate. I'm like, God, give me the strength. Yeah, you just
1: want a little more focus, which is totally uh, Not fine. just that, I
0: want an adult human that wants to buy a house and have kids and do the things yeah. that cost things. Not without that he doesn't plus want ones. to do that. I don't want yeah. a plus one in yeah. my life. I have a plus one. Her name is Mochi. I yeah. don't need a human being a plus one that comes with you because you can't afford your rent.
1: No, totally. I think no, that you. you're By just gone. in a different place. Anyway. That's not what you want.
0: The other thing I want to do is potentially go to dog training classes where other men are training their dogs as well, and we meet. And it's a cute Hallmark movie.
1: I'm Call me cute. Exactly. Um, I mm-hmm. like that. All of these ideas, I think, are so. Just stay really tuned. Fantastic. It will all we unfold will right here on its complicated. We will definitely keep you posted as we do every week. But right <sighs> now, we're really excited to get this woman into the studio. She's the fit. Foodie, a TV chef, holistic nutrition coach, author, and award-winning entrepreneur and inventor. Welcome to the studio, Maria.
2: Hi. Hi. By the way, there's a new dating app that I heard about, just for people with dogs. What? What? Yeah, I will get the name for you. I don't know the name off the top of my head, but I was listening to NPR's How I Built This, and it was a company that was being profiled that she had a dog and was like, I need somebody that understands the dog struggle. So it it sounds like it could be a good match.
0: Uh, You know what? It's a struggle, and it's an obsession, and I need somebody who understands how much I love my dog and doesn't think I'm a lunatic for it. This might
2: be
1: it. Yeah, I'm into it. I mean, I kind of like it because it's specific, but it's not like dogs are kind of like a related thing. It's absolutely specific.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's also many things that come with having a dog. Like, there is a thing bigger than you. Like, I mean, you have a child. Two. Two. They're mm-hmm. kind
2: of like dogs, but more complicated. But more, right. way more complicated. And they talk
0: back. Like, mine just, yeah. like, sits there and stares at me. It's like this weird shadow that's a little <laughs> mad, a little happy, kind of loves me. Hard to tell. Yeah. Maybe just hungry. Um, But you have, like, real human people that are dependents.
2: yeah yeah yeah. and and the struggle is real i mean on so many different fronts and feeding them the right way is a struggle but at the same time i know that that time invested is going to pay off because food is the building block of humanity you know it is your dna it's your ability to fight disease it's your Um, it's, it's what gives you energy calories that convert to your potential as a human being. So getting them to eat the right way, just like all the significant people in our lives is so critical. Is that how
0: you got into this field or were you already a chef prior to having children?
2: I was already in the nutrition world, the culinary world from the time I was 22. Um, and but it started a little bit differently. I went to culinary school in France where Ooh, it's... About, the place to go. It's all about cooking with fat and, you know, lots of does Just making starch. it taste good. Just make it taste good, and it's usually with butter and some salt. sort of... Yeah, something that adds salt and Bread. something that... Add, yeah, mm. there are a lot of starch and a lot of sugar and, you know, in and of itself... Um, I learned a lot from from uh, the French technique and obviously from just the appreciation of ingredients, but I knew that something had to change because I would have a stomachache yes. every time I would eat and I would feel so heavy and so lethargic. I was like, gosh, I don't want to eat. Like, what does a chef do when they don't want to eat it's a problem yeah so I knew I had to figure that out and that's why I went down the holistic health route is because food truly is our it's our fuel it's our fuel it's our connection to other people it's our humanity it's our it's our tradition and our culture but I didn't want to leave the table Mm. feeling sick to my stomach every time
1: yeah, and you didn't also want to probably just be eating things that were like, I'm just eating this to fuel. You still want it to taste good and be an enjoyable experience because yes, and I mean, I think it is kind of true and you could say man or woman, but the saying in particular is a way to a man's heart is through his stomach. It could yeah. be a woman too, but it, I mean, that's true in the sense of what you're just saying now. It's how it connects us. It's like how you give something somebody something to somebody that you I made this for you. Like It's a nice, beautiful gift. You get to yeah. enjoy it. So, Even on Like a first date. If somebody picks a bad restaurant, I'm
0: like, uh uh-oh.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, think about this. It's the only art form that we appreciate with all five senses. Mm. And growing up, I'm Egyptian and my, you know, being Middle Eastern, like, we eat breakfast thinking about lunch and eat lunch thinking about dinner and you shop for the next day, like, in that afternoon. So it's just, it was... A lot of my upbringing and all of my family memories were around the table. Mm. You know, my grandfather teaching me how to pick a melon, you know, in the market. Wait, how do you pick
1: it? Do you press in the center thing? What is the, or you smell smell it? Smell the bottom. Okay, and if you can smell the melon. And you thump it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's
2: got to have enough moisture. So when you thump it, it should sound like...
1: You should got, hear it. It's
2: got something reverberating in yeah. or else it's it's too dry. And if you smell the bottom, it should have a nice scent. So it should smell like I know it fruit. looks weird when you're smelling the bottom of a melon, but I'm giving you permission to do that.
1: Also, <laughs> can you help me on this one? Pineapple. Which yeah. people say, is it true, two-part question, that if a male eats enough pineapple, it makes his semen taste sweeter? Is that actual fact, Maria? Can you please?
2: I'm going to take... The fifth on that one. Okay, but rumor has it that that, that's, that is okay. True. I would like that's to ask they, a yeah.
1: question about yeah. that, just
0: in general, and it's a little off topic, but not really, because you have to digest that particular <laughs> material. When did that become a thing? Like that's not on the food chain.
2: But but may I? I will clarify. Yeah. What does it do so for the, us? The the the, and you could say the same thing about papaya that the mm. pineapple actually is an ends. It contains enzymes that have. Happen to break food down and it has a nice scent. Mm. So, okay, um, so only it is protein. In its true form. Oh, is it really? Semen is. Yes. Oh, okay, Semen. but I was oh. Gonna say pineapple is no, protein. No,
0: no, 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 I know. No, that. Okay. So fine. So there is some benefit so there, to this
1: process. Yes. There, yeah.
2: You I guess one could say, I'm not a scientist right. or a doctor, but I'm gonna say there is a correlation between Okay, the
1: two. but picking out a pineapple is where I was going, and then I started to think about <laughs> I'm that. I'm still saying. stuck
2: on this one because pine- honestly, wait,
0: women have to eat their placenta or something to like reduce postpartum. Well, like I don't. still want a real like reason for that. Digestion. Well, there's to some, be polite about it.
2: I mean, it's really up to you. It's yeah. kind of you don't like, have to do it. Well, it's, no, I know yeah. that, but I I just
0: want to understand
1: why it became. Well, a Well, there is
2: a theory that someone going to go
1: hungry without it. No, no, not a hungry thing. There is a theory that was there are there are, are <laughs> vital things inside of a placenta that then your body is lacking. That no, it, I get that part. I'm still talking about the dude I and think that the thing. I was a
2: thing, though. I think that's just a real preference thing. The placenta or the semen? Oh, both. Oh, well, I mean, well, the placenta
0: it's become a thing. You can even have it made into pills so that you yeah. avoid So that you don't have I to. Did,
2: I, did, I passed on that one. That just seemed way too gross. Nine months of that. Basically. That's gross? Yeah.
0: It comes from your own body, but someone else's product I gets mean, in your
1: listen, digestion. Uh, I know. Well, you don't have to eat it, but picking
0: just out a pineapple. What's the, melon, the reason? The
1: melon tip is yeah. good. Picking out a pineapple, though, if you <sighs> hold the top of the leaf on the pineapple and pull and the leaf falls out, it's a ripe pineapple. Is that right or no?
2: Um, that's oh. not how I would pick. Oh, a pineapple. okay. Also,
0: then it gets less cute without its little hair. Yeah, Who cares? I I would.
2: Well, I would actually say if they pull out, that means that it's dry. Oh, okay. And that's probably not something that you want. Oh. You want the eyes, which are the little. Yes. um, You know, you want the eyes to be nice and bright, so Ooh. a nice bright color. And again, smell. If okay. it smells off, you don't want it. Just if like it a smells guy. Good. Ooh. If that guy
1: smells off, goodbye. But well, actually, and fair you much. don't want it too True. Green. And two green. Okay, great. I love pineapple, by the way.
2: I just had some this morning. I into it. It's one
1: of my favorite fruits.
2: I
0: love it so much. So
2: beneficial. So many. um, You know, it's high in antioxidants. And one thing that I want to talk about today is the benefit of antioxidants in your overall health and getting you in the mood. Because if you think about it, it's oxygenating your cells and your blood. So it's making everything dance a little faster so in essence it's helping to open up your pores it's opening up your blood flow it's helping everything move a little quicker which is good for getting you in the mood well by the way
0: speaking of the oxygenating thing i don't breathe i don't know i don't know i could be an olympic swimmer or something (laughs) i don't breathe i'm still not i'm just talking like i'm getting out it's just everything's going all out. out but so for me in the bedroom department, which I haven't been in so long. I honestly don't even remember how to have sex, but um, that's okay. It's the whole breathing thing. Like, I have to remind myself, like, breathe. It will feel good for you. Yes. Just breathe. It's up to you to mute, But
1: if use you, oxygen. Eat, right now. if you think about eating food, if you're more mindful about the foods you pick, whether it's a health thing or whatever, if in particular, like what we're talking about today, something to get you in the mood, maybe test it out and see if you eat some foods that Mariah is going to tell us about that get you in the mood. If it does, kind of open you up and help you breathe. It's going to relax you. It's going to get some things flowing. Like our drink, for
2: instance. Tell tell us about this drink that we're drinking. Okay, so we're having a combination of Prosecco, which is a dry champagne-like drink. It's a bubbly drink that usually comes from Italy, Prosecco. You can only call it champagne if it comes from the Champagne region of Of France. France. Um, But the bubbles do help to cleanse the palate, and it's light on the palate, which doesn't make you feel heavy. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to think, not only do these foods have a benefit in terms of nutrition, but how do they make you feel? How does the drink make you feel?
0: I think a little every, gassy. Well, honestly, I mean, you, you
2: need to know yourself, and if it does make you gassier, it doesn't sit well. Like uh, I can't drink beer on a date. I Me mean, be Gross. I'll be belching and like. Yeah. No. Don't ugly. you just feel Not
0: like pretty. also like you're from the floor of a college bar, like when you drink beer, like something's awry there. I
1: personally don't like the taste of beer, and if the time is right, I will. But I've been drinking prosecco all weekend because I wanted to kind of. My fiance likes to have a drink all the time, so like there was a margarita at lunch, and then there was another drink later, and so when we, by the time we get to dinner, I'm like, I need prosecco because it's light, it's, it's gonna wake me up, it's gonna, it's effervescent. I'm like, that's how it makes me feel. Exactly. I feel like
0: it's romantic because usually bubbly is like fancy or celebratory, but it's
2: not champagne. But there is a reason why it's romantic, why? right? It, because us. it's effervescent. You yes. use a beautiful word. That it bubbles. Nice. You're actually seeing it move. It's in the pretty glass. to look at. So that action triggers your emotion also and then the way it feels on your palate it kind of dances huh. the bubbles dance on your tongue which is why mm. um, uh, sparkling water is usually used to cleanse your palate when you're wine tasting for example uh-huh. or in between courses if you're doing a tasting menu um, so that coupled with the ginger liqueur yes the ginger is well known to help also kind of boost your metabolism. It helps to get your system revving. Um, It's a very warming herb ginger and it's an adaptogen so it has the other benefit of helping to manage stress (gasps) so you're getting all of those benefits in it's like
1: calming and lifting you up and
2: it gets you going at the same time um and just that warming action you know when you drink it it kind of just melts down Mm -hmm. your throat and it makes you feel good it's very soothing Mm -hmm. um and then the raspberry of course a great antioxidant And one of those aphrodisiac foods that is known, you know, berries, they're beautiful, they're red, they look like... Body parts. Body parts. And um, they are high in lycopene. And lycopene is uh, an antioxidant that you find in uh, tomatoes, for example. Anything that... Which
0: is not so sexy. A tomato is not not that sexy. sexy, They're
2: not sexy, but they're rich in antioxidants and that helps, again, to support your heart, support your blood, support all of the things that are feeding your heart. So it really is like a blood food.
0: Sure. Love. Oh, so like a lot of people think of aphrodisiacs being like oysters, like the like obvious choice. But like this drink, in fact, is its own aphrodisiac. It is its
2: own aphrodisiac. And there's a reason why certain foods are kind of labeled as aphrodisiacs because of the benefit that they offer. Like, for example, oysters are in the same category as like, um, uh, sardine, which um, is high in minerals, zinc and manganese, and these minerals that help to support your system, but they also help to boost your stamina.
1: Oh. Um, so you,
2: you need that balance of fat, good fats, and protein, and slow-burning carbohydrates to get your stamina going hmm. and to keep it sustained.
1: I like that that yeah. was now explained to me because I've <laughs> only just heard that oysters oh, are an aphrodisiac. Why? I don't you know. You only just heard that? No, no, no. I mean, I've only ever just heard Oyster oh. aphrodisiac. Why? I don't know. I just went along with it. But now that's... Because the- they're There's not the cutest. about the
2: texture, too, sure. of it yeah. slipping down your throat. It's smooth, and it's, yeah. you know... Really? Yeah.
0: I mean, I love
1: them. Don't get me wrong. But, well, like,
0: me for me, they don't really put me in the mood because they're, like, kind of, like...
1: They I could, know. I mean, it's a you personal
2: know, thing, but personal. there are other things
1: for that me, can do. For me, wine, the
0: same thing. like, okay. wining and dining in general generally puts me in the mood because I feel like fancy and
1: romantic. Yeah. Like, a, a hot dog not stands for not. You may me not in. even know why some of those things that you're ingesting are helping that process. So, right. if you're not an oyster person, what's something that's a little more middle of the road, general, aphrodisiac that, like, People can get anywhere. It's very easy. Like order this, like Trader Joe's. Yeah. you can or make it any restaurant. Well, yeah. there's a
2: couple of things that I love that maybe you've never heard of, but one I think is so appropriately named, and it's freak, freak. It's a grain. It's a, um, it's considered an immature or a young grain, so it's harvested at an early stage, and it's very high in minerals, just like the oysters, but you don't have, if you're vegan or vegetarian, you can still enjoy Freak. And it's so a you grain, spell it. F-R-E-E-K-H. Okay. And it's considered a super food grain, um, and it's low glycemic index, which means it's not going to spike your blood sugar and turn into sugar when you process it. And turn into sugar it, yeah. when you process it. So it's it's sustainable and it keeps your your blood sugar even. And it's also high in protein. Mm. So again, stamina is really important is fruit for the, new for the long run. It's yeah. the freak show, you know. What? I love it, and it's a great, so grain, easy to cook. You with. You would use it as like a base. Yes, you could put what? a protein with you it. You could or whatever. do a bowl yeah. out of it, and it is a, it does contain a good amount of protein also. So literally, like Vegetables. again. And I know we have a lot of um, people that are more plant-based nowadays. You could layer that with, like, for example, kale or kale sprouts, Ooh. which is another great um, food to get you in the mood. Why? Um, we'll talk about that in just a second. Okay. But you could layer that. You could layer um, spinach. Spinach is also high in calcium, which calcium is a great metabolism booster. Um, and then you could add, you know, other flavorings, vegetables. I love to add, like, a good uh, fat to that. So avocado. Mm. You could do um, sesame seeds. You could do coconut oil mm-hmm. um, is great. So, you know, all of these things, you kind of, I love the bowl concept because you can layer all these foods in there. Yeah. yeah, um, like it's just to yeah I love that concept too. Yeah, I want in. freak That salad. sounds good.
0: Yeah. Okay, but like, so where would you get that and like, can you order it in restaurants or sure. is that something that like is not quinoa related yet? More like, restaurants are
2: starting to catch wind of it, but you can certainly order it online. If you shop online, um, you can get it in almost all all the natural food stores, and you can often find it in the um, bulk, you know, the bulk bins. Whoa. Yeah. Now, let's I
0: say you are cooking for someone at home. Okay, yeah. we've talked already about, like, pineapple and its effects. We've talked about all these things so far, and, like, the drink we've got covered. But, like, what would be an entire complete meal, start to finish, that would be all foods that get you in the mood? That's, like, a romantic Date if you were to cook for someone.
2: Do you feel like sardines are acceptable? Gross. I'm sorry. I mean, a I whole, would do it. Like if you whole gave... fresh sardines. I, I will not. I mean, I would. I would. I don't say no to food, so I would probably try it. Okay, so uh, let me just give you the category. So as a main entree, I would choose an um, an omega three rich wild caught seafood. Sa- okay. Like so a salmon, p- like a salmon. Okay, and people you could generally do, like salmon. You could it's do like salmon, you could do mackerel, you could do sardines. I don't want you to say no to sardines because whole don't think of the canned ones. Yeah. Think of like
0: whole fresh sardines. I've never seen it other. Like to me, They're sardines amazing. are anchovies and I don't like either of them. Okay, so let's go down the salmon route. Like yeah. what's more
1: like like normal, like salmon. basic? Salmon. Okay. I think salmon okay. is a good but one. But if you're cool. adventurous, just do everything she's saying with the sardine.
2: Yeah, okay. it's just something new to right. try. Um, but sa- wild caught, I'm, I'm going to say it like three times. Wild caught is so important because it's a completely different animal than farm raised. Yep. Farm raised seafood. Food is usually given food that is not anything that it usually recognizes. Um, oftentimes, it's pesticide-laden, um, farm-raised seafood. Over 90% have lice, and Ew. it's nasty, How do you they guys. get lice down there? It, yeah, because well, they're all in a confined they're really area. They're together. Yes.
1: And also, think about the energy. Um, we're going on another level now, but think about the energy of the food food that you are eating where it came from. A lot of people say eating a um, spear-killed fish is much tastier than eating a fish that was hooked and reeled in by a line because if you catch it with the spear, its energy, it's like it didn't know that it died. It, it was like yeah. instant. Yeah. Whereas the struggle of the fighting on the line and reeling it in, A, like scientifically, Ugh, it I'm releases a bunch right of now. lactic acid into its muscles. You know when you're working out and you start burning because you're squatting? Right. The fish doing that's releasing lactic acid into its muscles and it makes it tougher and it makes it taste different. Wait, and so that happens in what regard? Like when? If you catch a fish on a line and a reel but it how in. Then you ask the if restaurant you catch if you caught it because it will say spear-caught. Well, I'm
2: just saying, think Who about the energy. But it, sometimes it does say it that. Gets, it, that. That's kind of like next level. That's next I th- level. I think wild-caught, I mean, they can still catch it with still, a net. Yes. But it's still, it's in its own environment. It's yes. in its own habitat eating what it's supposed to. Right. You know? And again, I, I'm always like cognizant of the people that don't eat seafood or meat. You know, you can do the same thing with the freak, like we talked about, um, where you could serve that with... Um, kale sprouts. So you Uh asked me about kale sprouts. The reason why I love to recommend kale sprouts is anything that is sprouted has more, it it, basically your, your, think of it as like the turbocharged version of the whole plant um so in that early stage you're getting all of the benefits of the um, amino acids but but it's that much more rich potent and potent you know even like microgreens are a big trend right now and what's that microgreens are basically again taking like the the full stock of something like a kale but you could do micro kale and in that smaller um Portion size that is kind of hyper accelerated in its growth. You're getting like twenty to thirty times the at nutrient
1: the, content because you're catching it at the peak of its freshness. Yeah, but if
0: something is made it's to be micro, a little bit is that not
2: at all like genetically modified? It's not genetically modified. No, it's 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 a cultivation. So a sprout is like the premature plant, but in that premature stage, you're benefiting from all of the nutrients in the beginning. Before they've had a chance to die off. And can you buy that just in grocery stores? Like, I want this kind of... A lot of the times you can't. I mean, obviously you want to shop in the right place. But you can get micro greens of all different types of greens. Um, Just like you can get sprouts from everything from, you know, alfalfa sprouts to daikon Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. kale, What are stores that have that?
0: Like what kinds of stores?
2: Oh, gosh. Clearly I, mean, not. I, w- like I would I would focus on your natural food stores to really kind of get, like, the more gourmet things. Um, and oftentimes you can find them at farmer's markets. Oh, true. You know, your farmers that know the benefit of sprouting and, and the micro greens, um, there are growers that are dedicated to that. So you would do, like, an omega, heavy omega-3
1: protein fit salmon, for example, wild-caught salmon, a micro green mm-hmm. for the main
2: course. Yeah. The freak, or the or the sprouted uh-huh. um, greens like the kale sprouts, and then um, for the dessert, I would definitely focus on berries. Berries I are love berries. You know, raspberries and strawberries and blackberries. I mean, they're just so succulent mm-hmm. and juicy and sweet. And even just the description of that yes. is sexy. All right, um, and and add to that maybe like a coconut ice cream. I have a great recipe for a coconut. Milk, like a ice cream made. in my new book. Homemade. Eat like you give a fork. I love Which is that. a great title, guys. Is, this is this is it, you guys. I'm going to solve all your dating problems good. in this book, right? Yes, here. No, <laughs> because that. it's going to make you feel good. It's going to be a gift for the person that you're
0: dating. Because like, you're also all, not pollute. Like you're not like. Listen, a lot of people have parents that didn't grow up with like this information because it just wasn't that time. Yeah. And so they passed on these amazing recipes that are super comfort food related and like heavy, yeah. and they solve the problem for the moment, but then you go to your room and you have a stomach ache. like I said, this is the modern take on that that actually takes into account your health, your happiness, your digestion, what actually gets you in the mood. So I think right. that this who is really important that have, it's out there now. Who
1: yeah. wants to like take their clothes off and have sex after eating like a now, while it's happening, it's great, but you're eating some decadent French meal. You have a stomachache. You're like, no. Well, last thing well you I don't want, want to, to feel. Do. You
2: don't want to feel overly full. You don't want to feel bloated. You you want you to don't feel want like to you gassy. have energy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think when you focus on, you know, the foods that really do boost your mood, to me, are the ones that give you stamina. They're the ones that improve your mood and oxygenate your blood. They're the ones that help you feel. Like you're in a good mood, and they're the ones that make you feel vital. Um, And so the book really focuses on that. It focuses on those key strategies to not only feel like you're in the mood, but to feel like a happy human being. At the end of the day, like how many people do you meet that look like zombies or they feel like? You know, they're having struggles with sleep or they're having struggles with um, just feeling good about themselves, you know, and and happy. And it's related. And I've coached literally thousands of people, and I'll tell you, bar none, it's the food, hydration, sleep and movement. And they're all connected. And they're all connected. You're not going to want to sleep or move if you're eating shitty food. Exactly. So you
1: can't expect that all of these things are going to work in harmony if you're not starting. I mean, start somewhere. And the stuff you put in your body is a perfect place to start because it's kind of the epicenter
2: of everything, right? It really is. I mean, it's it's your engine. And when you take care of your engine and you feel good, I mean, this is not about shaming in any way. This is about, like, also knowing yourself. Yes. You know, some people could eat, like, a triple double or whatever they are and feel amazing like knock yourself out but 99.9 percent of the population does not feel that way so you know when you take care of yourself you're not only feeding your body but you're feeding your skin which your skin is going to make you feel sexy. Your ability to have good sleep is going to make you feel sexy because the next day you're going to have energy. Yep. Um, Like, I can't
0: go on a date if I'm exhausted. Like, there's just no way I'm going to be
1: my best self. And you don't, my boy, my fiance, eats a lot of sugar. He's addicted. He's like, I'm fully addicted. I love it. He (laughs) will notice. He's like, I think that if I eat a lot of sugar, I honestly cannot sleep at night. And it's not like what you think. It's like, oh, the sugar kept me awake because it was, it's like, uh, it's the, The way it's digesting, it makes him feel uncomfortable. He can't, and it's like he—it affects everything.
2: Well, physiologically, it also—you know—not only that. Like you're, you're shortchanging yourself in the long run. I mean, when we're in our younger years, you can kind of beat yourself up to be honest, and you don't really feel it. But like, you start to get into your late twenties and thirties, forties, and then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh snap! You know, I'm—it shows in my skin and it shows in my gut and. I feel bloated all the time. Well, bloat oftentimes comes from sugar. Yeah. So it's but what that... if
0: you do have a sweet tooth? What can you do to satis- satisfy a sweet tooth? Coconut ice cream and berries. Okay, but what if you're not into that and you're more of a chocolate person? So uh,
2: there's nothing wrong with dark chocolate. Like dark 75% cocoa mass is, is good. Unsweetened, like knock yourself out. Like could
0: I melt that and put strawberries in it so I get the strawberries and I get the chocolate? It's kind of romantic. Throw some Prosecco in there and I have like a date night.
2: Totally, but before you do that, I want you to eat the good fat, and I want you to eat the protein. Oh, you want me to have to dinner? Set yourself I want up. you to have oh, dinner. Oh, I have to have dinner first. To have a good
1: base I to set, set up. yourself up. Yeah. I
0: don't have to do that anymore because <laughs> I live alone. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll well, have dinner.
2: <laughs> ha- have these things because they're going to give you the energy that you need, and right. they're going to feed your body. Which, I mean, by the way,
0: I mean, I live yeah. for seafood, so the more, the better
2: for yeah. me. Although yeah. the whole
0: mercury thing is really throwing a wrench in that. Because I could live off that.
2: Salmon yeah. is good. I mean, I think you ha- you have to watch f- out for, like, the big fish, like tuna, for example. Um, I love tuna. Yeah, but, I mean, you can still have it. Just, just have it moderation. in mo- moderation. Like, could I have in mercury? Moderation. Like, you die from mercury? What I happens with mercury? I mean, it dep- also
1: depends on your body. I think some people are don't maybe take it yeah. as well as others. But just be cognizant. Just, I have the Eat stomach lots of, of steel. Green. Eat
2: lots of greens. Greens are my answer to everything. I
1: crave <laughs> greens. So
2: it's your- a crazy thing that it's happens good. to me. I crave greens as much...
0: No, I crave greens so much, and then I crave sugar also so much. Mine's it's an fruit. equal
2: thing for I me. I crave fruit. I have a whole chapter dedicated to resetting your taste buds. It's the first oh. chapter in the book. and You're trying to change me. Well, I, I want to make... <laughs> I, I want to, like... No, I want you are a unique unicorn by the way, in that you like greens. Most people can't handle the bitter flavor of most greens. Well, my parents did feel so like they had a child. Train them.
0: So they just gave me what they ate and I ate all the like mussels, marinara and salad. That's wonderful. As a yeah, that's was...
2: wonderful. Because most kids and I talk about that, most kids don't get that. Yeah. They get kid food. Right. Which is hot dogs and the crappy no, pizza and all shit. of that yeah. stuff. And, you know, the bottom line is you guys. I think that when you start to shift, you start to feel like a different human being. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the fish that I was talking about. The farm raised shit is shit. Mm-hmm. And it's not even the eating same shit, animal. By the way. They're eating their own shit. No. it's by not the way. Way. it's not the same animal as a wild caught. So when you think about human beings, you are not the same animal when you're eating the right food. You're literally a, a different version totally. of your huma-
1: your humanity. You guys, cook a wild caught salmon and catch yourself a wild caught man <gasps> or woman, Ooh, whatever you're into. I like that. Um, I okay,
0: like so that before we wrap lot. really quick, again,
2: tell everyone about your book and where yeah. they can find and it. And you also
0: have a podcast. Tell yeah. us about yeah. all the things that you do.
2: Yeah. So the podcast is Recipes for Your Best Life, Love and it. you can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever you stream media. And I dive really deep into food and and just being living your best life with food as the foundation. Love it. You know, just me personally, I'm a single parent. I've raised my two children as a solo parent. And I've learned along the road that if you don't take care of you, there really is no way you can take care of other people. It's it's, like
0: in a plane where they're like, before you put the mask on the
2: children and things around you, put it on yourself. Self-care. You have to. Self-care, even
0: on the airline. It's
2: not selfish. It really isn't. It starts with you. And when you make the decision to do better for yourself, you're actually treating everybody that loves you around you to a better person because (laughs) you're telling them how you want to be treated
1: and you're setting an example and you're radiating
0: your actual energy versus depleted energy definitely
2: yes you can find the links on our website at eatcleaner.com my new book comes out in june i'm super excited about this you guys this is like over 20 years of just (sighs) accumulated knowledge and refinement and testing and retesting, I call myself the human guinea pig. I've tested it all on myself and other people. And then our line of products called Eat Cleaner, you can also find these on our website. This product line will help you enjoy your fresh food. You have food washes and things. Yes, to clean your produce. You've heard about the Dirty Dozen. You gotta clean that shit. Um, And it's gonna help it last longer. We've also got products for uh, seafood and poultry and the list goes on. Okay, so, so you got
0: can, us covered, basically, so
1: we I got can you actually covered. be you can our find, best selves. And yeah. you can find all of that
2: on, on your, your website. website. Yep. Eatcleaner.com. And they can follow you on where is your social Instagram media? Instagram and Facebook at Eat Cleaner. And those are our two main ones. Yes. Oh, yeah. my God. I we This was so informative. Like, I mean, in we can so talk you so many forever. ways. In Thank so you. many ways, so Thank we're gonna have you. to have you
1: come on again, so we can like dive into another topic. I a little would bit. love I to because I have some things to share about dating too. Oh yeah, you well, do. Yeah. do. Yeah, so we, we'll can, be we back. all do. Part two, yes, part two for sure. And Jen, where can everyone find you? I don't even know anymore. I'm yeah. gonna go home
0: and just clean out my kitchen because like <laughs> oh, it's not healthy. I like it's I not to, clean. I Nothing's Listen. right. Everything's got to change. Um, but you can also find me at Jennifer Golden on all the social media platforms, and you can find me at
1: Not Jen. Also, Lauren Leonelli on all the social media platforms. And don't forget to follow us at Complicated (laughs) Show on all of the social medias as well. And you guys, for right now... This yes. is our final show at the AfterBuzz TV studios. This is where we started. This is where everything began. This is where we grew. For now, we are. you're going to notice a couple of changes in our show. We're going The gonna studio still, will change. It will be my will living change. room. We're still delivering you the same dating content that we always do, but we have to give a big shout-out to Kevin Undergaro and Maria menunos and Phil Svitek and Marissa Serafini and Jeff and Steven and Steve and Bianca. Thank you guys all so much for your help and support. And it your takes advice. a village. It takes Just a village like college, we always say. Just like dating. And we are just so honored to be part of the AfterBuzz TV family. And we're going to, we'll see you soon here. We'll see you, you soon. Know. We're going to be
0: coming to you live from my
1: living room. West Hollywood, California, y'all. Yeah, exactly. So, you'll same great show. Ta- same si- time, same day, same topic, same things. things. <laughs> it's just, you know, we're making a shift. And we're very grateful for where we came from. Don't forget where you came from, everyone. Exactly. We're in the
0: next phase of our, our careers yes. and lives because it's complicated and it always changes. And it's always. But but it's changing. always great go we're... with the flow
1: guys exactly. go with the flow and thanks again maria thank you so much awesome for joining her. us and we will see you guys and next week oh with our um a new guest who is we? aaron, aaron robinson, robinson that's right who's married with a new house
0: and has lots to so we give a, you advice oh god on we have because... so many things to
1: talk about so we'll be see you
0: guys next week love, love you a long, long time, time.